I'm Michael Movestro, and you're listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 19. On this episode, I'll be sharing some Vegas musts that our readers sent in last week. These articles were on VegasBright.com last week, plus we have more for this week, but I'll be sharing some of the items that captured my interest from last week's Vegas Must articles. It all starts off with Vegas news around the web, followed by the Vegas Bright Week in Review right after this. The Vegas Bright Podcast is available on Vegas Radio Network, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, on VegasBright.com. Welcome to the Vegas Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Movestro, the chief editor of VegasBright.com. It is great to be here with you guys and girls on a Saturday night. Uh, here I am. It's super late, and that's usually when I end up recording the podcast. Uh, so I'm here, and what a week we had at VegasBright.com. It was amazing. Uh, there were many articles that went up. You guys remember the Vegas Must Challenge I put out there. So many of you responded we couldn't even put them all up last week because we just had so many of them. Uh, I think we had like about 15 uh, articles, I think 15 Vegas Must articles last week, and we still have more coming up this week. So, you know, enjoy it. Uh, it's it's a good time, and it's a lot of interesting tidbits. So I've, I've, I've gotten some pretty awesome like little ideas out of these articles, and I'll be sharing some of these things later on uh, in today's show. And um, I'm looking forward to that. I got to tell you guys, uh, there's some stuff in the news. Uh, there was a, an explosion in New York City, uh, in Chelsea, Manhattan. Uh, there's also another, uh, there was a pipe bomb or something in New Jersey um, next to a marine race. And uh, so to any of our listeners in New York and Jersey, I just want you to know my heart is with you guys. I, uh, New York City is my hometown. That's where I was born and raised. I was uh, still living there when September 11th happens. So, uh, these kind of things kind of strike home for me or hit close to home. So, uh, you guys are in my thoughts. And that being said, Vegas bright is a Vegas podcast. And the rule is what that, what that, that Vegas is some sort of an antidote to all the bullshit in the world as said by my buddy, Scott Robin from the vital Vegas podcast. So we go on. Anyways, so I will be sharing those cool tidbits, but first we got to do, you know, Vegas around the web and we got to do the news. So let's get that started. Let's go ahead and check out Vegas news around the web right after this. VegasBright.com. We're not only a podcast. We cover news about shows, hotels, restaurants, and gambling. We also feature the Vegasy buzz around town like new construction, renovations, and future openings, as well as reviews of places to eat, experiences, hotel stays, and new things to do. And occasionally, we offer a sneak peek behind construction walls to see how a new place is coming along. VegasBright.com. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. As promised, it is time for the Vegas news around the web. The Las Vegas monorail will be arriving at the shops at Mandalay Bay Place. These are the stores between Mandalay and Luxor. 
Construction will possibly start in 2017, so it's going to be a station in the current Luxor parking lot. And a new parking garage will be going up in back of the Excalibur where the horse practice fields used to be. Eater Vegas reported this news as an exclusive, although it's been talked about on every Vegas site, including ours, in May. The Las Vegas Sun reports that Clifford Perlman passed away. He was the owner of Caesars Palace after Jay Sarno, and his business model for Caesars pretty much became the de facto model for corporate ownership in Las Vegas. Las Vegas Magazine reports that the D Hotel, formerly Fitzgerald's, is celebrating its fifth year by way of downtown event center acts featuring the Google Dolls, Collective Soul, Rob Thomas, and the Counting Crows. That is this weekend as, I'm, as I am reporting this. The Las Vegas Review Journal uh, says tonight was the last night for the Puppet Up Uncensored show at Venetian, which we previously reviewed at VegasBright.com. Puppet Up ends its run after just six weeks. Vital Vegas reports that Harrod's Million Dollar Quartet is ending its run on December 4th. In that article, Scott of Vital Vegas lists the Vegas shows that will close or have closed this year. And the list is pretty alarming. It includes Jersey Boys at Paris, Showstoppers at Win Las Vegas, Puppet Up at the Venetian, Paul Zierden at Planet Hollywood, Dirk Arthur at Westgate, Jubilee at Bally's, Frankie Moreno at Planet Hollywood, Zarkana at Aria, Matt Goss at Caesars Palace, Rating the Rock Vault at Tropicana, Twisted Vegas at Westgate, and Tony and Tina's Wedding at Bally's. 2016 has been a pretty fucked up year for Vegas shows. Well, he didn't say that. I'm saying that. But I'm sure he agrees. <laughs> Eater Vegas is reporting that Sin City Brewing is expanding into the Grand Bazaar shops in front of Bally's. The Caesars blog, you know, that really PR-fueled blog that they have there that hasn't been any good, you know, in some time, you know, since a certain talented writer left there. The Caesars blog ran a tidbit on where to get married in Las Vegas, which included the Real Bodies exhibit at Bally's Las Vegas. That's just, that's, that kind of churns my stomach. And that's it for the news. You can see these and other stories in our article, Shit You May Have Missed While Pumping Up for the Olympia Fitness Expo. And when we come back, it's the Vegas Bright Week in Review, featuring the stories we brought you last week on VegasBright.com. We'll be back after this. VegasBright.com, the Vegas website where the parking is free. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast, and now it is time for the Vegas Bright Week in Review, featuring the stories we brought you last week. Author for a day, Waves of Fury, slams us with a rush of Vegas must-dos. Vegas Bright reader Fisherman shares his Vegas musts. Vegas Bright reader Robert Berry shares his Vegas musts. Blonde Forever and her hubby visit Heart Attack Grill in downtown Las Vegas. Vegas Bright reader Magoo shared his Vegas musts. Vegas Bright reader Chris in Tennessee shared his Vegas musts. Our culinary tag team, Sam Rasier and Greg Bennett, braves Gordon Ramsay's scowl at Burger. Vegas Bright reader Corgi Mom compares her Vegas musts between 2005 and 2015. Vegas Bright reader Jackie Franklin shares her Vegas musts. Adelson's Paris Wannabe opens in Macau, the Parisian in Macau. Vegas Bright Reader Minnesota Fats shares a list of Vegas musts. Vegas Bright Reader Cousins of Plenty shares her Vegas musts. Genadius takes us on a stroll through the Goat Spike Social Club. 
Vegas Bright reader Chocolate Brown shares his Vegas musts. Vegas Bright reader M-Dog shares his Vegas musts. Just like I said, we had a lot of Vegas Must articles last week. That's it for the Vegas Bright Weekly Review. You can also see these and the articles they link to in our article, Shit You May Have Missed While Pumping Up for Olympia Fitness Expo, the same article with our Vegas Around the Web stuff for last week. And when we come back, I'll be discussing some points from the Vegas Must articles, which ran from September 12th to the 16th. Some of these caught my attention, and I'll be sharing those when we come back. VegasBrights.com. All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. So I'm going to be talking about the Vegas musts uh, that were sent in uh, last week. And we're going to start off with Ways of Fury, uh, who says he likes a nice recently updated room. He likes some kind of interesting view, which was interesting to me. He says, before this month, I would have said a strip view, but I recently had a room on the backside of Aria facing Vidara, some of Cosmos and Rio, a couple of unknown high rises and the mountains in the distance. Loved it, especially compared to the strip view I've had at Aria before, which I didn't think was all that great. He also lists uh, something Pendulette related, uh, a great buffet. Uh, and hiking at Red Rock Canyon. Fisherman sent in some stuff as well. He talks about having breakfast at Mon Amigabi uh, at the Paris Las Vegas. Uh, nice view of the fountains across the street. And also checking out Batista's Hole in the Wall, which I haven't been to yet. It's been on my to-do list. He says, Batista's Hole in the Wall is located just off the strip and within walking distance. To me, this place is just about the experience as much as it is about the food. Plus, all you can drink house red or white wine is included in your meal. The setting is very old school Italian with pictures covering the walls. And if you're lucky, Gordy will be working the floor with his accordion. My meal of choice here is an Italian staple, chicken parmesan. Make sure to get the cream spinach as a side. You won't be disappointed. So... Batista's Hole in the Wall, I passed that place so many freaking times. I keep saying I'm going to go there. I never do. But I think I'm going to. i got to get it done. It might be one of those places that gets announced as closing and I regret not going. You're right? Haven't I learned that lesson from Revolution Lounge? I think I have. Uh, so Robert Berry uh, also wrote in about his Vegas musts. And he talks about the Golden Tiki. Let's see. I loved everything about this place from the decor to the ambient music to the drinks which did not skimp on the booze and even to the staff who were friendly and efficient. Where else can you see Hunter Thompson's knife, Wilson from Castaway, and Carrot Top's shrunken head? Disney fans like me will especially appreciate some of the inside jokes and hidden objects, not to mention the Dole Whips. Dole Whips are one of the sacred snack items served at Disneyland and Walt Disney World and they offer an alcohol version as well as without. This is one of the few bars around you can enjoy even if you don't drink. It is at the top of my Vegas must list. So how cool is that? He also talks about the volcano at the Mirage and he also has here like a, a good place to get a good view actually. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Uh, he says, next on my list is the Volcano at the Mirage. I have to admit, I am not a fan of the recent trend of high-end hotels on the Strip without a theme or attraction. I am not against there being high-end experiences or hotels that cater to affluent guests. I would love to be able to stay at the Bellagio someday. It's just that I preferred MGM when it had lions instead of a nightclub, Treasure Island when it had a pirate ship instead of chain restaurants, and the Luxor when it had King Tuck's tomb 
King Tut's tomb instead of whatever is there now. He says the Titanic exhibit. So he talks about the volcano at the Mirage and that he likes to watch it from the valet area. He says it's a really great view and it's not as crowded as it is right there in front. And he also mentions minus five ice bar at Monte Carlo. Magoo said in his Vegas musts, his Vegas must is going over to the Boar's Head Bar at Main Street Station. He also likes going to Link's Tag Bar to consume as many different IPAs as they will serve him. And uh, he loves downtown Vegas and spends at least 80% of each trip bouncing between Fremont Street casinos. So that's cool. So you should try some of that. He also hits up Aloha Specialties on the second floor of the California for Korean chicken. And uh, he also has the famous Binion's Burger, because why would you not have the famous Binion's Burger? Seriously. And he also likes to uh, rub Buddha's belly uh, at the cow. So there's that. Chris in Tennessee writes his Vegas musts are... He has to have a dinner at Prime at the Bellagio, and I haven't done that yet. And it just seems like it would be ridiculously pricey. Uh, I'm quite happy with Gallagher's Steakhouse. But anyway, uh, Prime at the Bellagio. He says, not only is this the finest steak and gratin potatoes this mouth has ever had, and it's had a lot, where else can you eat such a fine meal while sitting inside a giant Tiffany's jewelry box? So, I mean, I got to tell you, this steak looks freaking delicious. And he must play $5 Wheel of Fortune until he gets at least one bonus spin. See, to me, a $5, $5 per spin is is kind of kind of too rich for my blood. Sorry about that noise there. Uh, it's kind of too rich for my blood. Uh, I, 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 I just can't bring myself to do that. I just, I just can't do it. But, uh, hey, if you could do it, do it. Why not, right? Five bucks a spin. I might could do a dollar a spin, you know, maybe uh, maybe two fifty. you know. But, like, five, it's like, oof. Oof. But man, the progressive though, right? Right? Ain't it worth it for the progressive? Oh man, you tell me. Uh, let's see. He has to have a burger at Mandalay Place just before leaving for the airport. Gets him nice and filled up uh, right before his flight. And it's a long one. Let's see. What else do we have? Um, Corgi Mom did a comparison of her Vegas musts from 2005 to her Vegas musts of 2015, which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, here are some examples. 2005, eat breakfast in the Sidewalk Cafe at Bally's, now closed. Uh, 2015, order breakfast from room service on the first full day, sleep in, because we never get to bed until 1 a.m. Vegas time the first night. Uh, let's see. Oh... Oh, that's kind of sad. Uh, 2005, walk from Bally's to Riviera or Stardust, stopping in every casino along the way to play the slots, with the exception of Casino Royale and O'Shea's Too Smelly. <laughs> uh, 2015, rent a car and spend most of our time at local casinos like Green Valley Ranch, Red Rock, Silverton, and M Resort, playing video poker and table games. Uh, let's see. Let's skip down to the bottom here. 2005, stand on the pedestrian bridge between Bally's and Bellagio at night to watch the traffic and the fountains. 2015, stand on the pedestrian bridge between Bally's and Bellagio at night to watch the traffic and the fountains. Some things are just too good to pass up. So Jackie Franklin, who I knew 
I knew, I was like, girl, I know you're going to write something because I just knew she was going to write something because she's, she's always commenting. She's, she's always there on the site. So I was like, you know, I know one day, one of these authors for a day things is going to get her. And sure enough, she sure did write in with her Vegas must. And she sent in a bunch like, this is just, you really got to like check out that article. There is a lot of things in there. Um, lots of great pictures too. She met the guys from Tanked. Uh, she's over there at Scoot City, which I wanted to do that for a while. So I'm like, yeah, I might do that. You know, I gotta, I gotta, gotta make that happen. Uh, so here's some things that she mentions. Um, hash house a go go. Hash, did I say hash house? <laughs> hash house a go go at the Link Hotel, which I've done that, uh, though it was Imperial Palace back then, but I've done that. Delicious. Huge meals though. Like, my goodness. Ghost Bar Nightclub at the Palms. She says, how can you not enjoy the view 55 floors up? Not as stuffy and pretentious as some of the other nightclubs. The folks here are varied ages, not just interns fresh out of college. Get on a guest list with a promoter and get in for free. Chris at Free Las Vegas Club Passes is amazing and have been using him for six years. It's not all techno, but a mix of top 40 and mashups. Always a good time there. She talks about Fat Tuesdays. You guys know that place. Come on. Everyone knows Fat Tuesday is right over there by the Casino Royale. Everyone knows that. You, you, can't, you can't miss it. It's right, you gotta, you gotta, it's right there. So we all know Fat Tuesdays. She talks about Omelette House. Um, we have only gone to this location inside of a strip mall on Charleston and Rancho. Uh, same location over and over. They have six egg omelets, whole eggs or egg whites. The hash browns are little, are like little chips. Divine. They also give you warm banana nut bread for free. It's a little hole in the wall mom and pop shop, but it's so yummy. I really lucked out with this place. No better value, not even for a breakfast buffet, if you ask me. My fave is the mile high ham, bell pepper, and onions, and you can add cheese. Pretty much a Western omelet. For no charge for only a few bucks. 10 to 12 bucks. They do have gravy biscuits. Uh, gravy biscuits. So, all right. So when they ask, what's gravy biscuits? Is that biscuits and gravy? And yeah, it's said different in different parts of the United States. It's said differently. Uh, so I know people who f- refer to it as gravy biscuits. I know people who call it biscuits and gravy or some sort of a variation of biscuits and gravy. So yeah, it's, it's just, it's like some places say soda, some places say pop, uh, and some places say Coke, even though you're not getting a Coke because yeah, when we got a Coke, what kind Pepsi, they use Coke instead of the word soda or pop. So it's kind of like that. Uh, anyway, Gravy biscuits, biscuits and gravy. Living in New York, you cannot find gravy biscuits anywhere. So I get very excited when I see them on the menu. And Jackie, if you're listening, you are so right. Because when my wife lived in New York with me, because she was from California and then Arizona, and then her and I, um, you know, I was living out in California at the time, and she wanted to go to New York. I want to go back to New York. And so we went there, and we were there for a few years, and she could not find it anywhere. She was, she missed biscuits and gravy, like any place we went, she'd be trying to find it on the menu. So I know, I know what you mean because you know the struggle is real when it comes to that biscuits and gravy. When you're out there in New York, you can't find it. I know how it is. I know how it is. But yeah, when we were at actually, you know what, Jackie? Uh, next time you're in Vegas, uh, go down to Pepper Mill. Uh, they have some really, really great uh, biscuits and gravy there. My wife loved it. So you know, if you're over by Pepper Mill, you should try it out. Um, yeah. So. Back to what she was saying. Uh, Twin Creeks Steakhouse. 
um, also has some amazing food. Uh, she talks about day parties, looking for a promoter, rehab at the Hard Rock. Uh, she says, rehab at the Hard Rock is one of the best day parties for the age range of guests and music. You will find more than your typical tanned and toned bodies here. Folks who have bodies on the normal side, not plastic infused. Also, the food is quite good. They have swim-up casino games as well. They have lots of guests, hosts, and it's bigger than the places like Tao Beach and Marquee Day Club. So there's that. Vegas Chatter a few years ago ran a story on cabanas for a cause, and I was able to get a cabana at the Palm for 100 bucks for the whole day. It went to a local charity, so everyone benefited. And then she talks about talks about excursions, Scoot City mini cars, ATVs, mini Baja uh, what mini Baja sun buggies or two-wheel scooters. You must do one while you're in Vegas. Where else can you let loose and do something out of the norm? Make sure you get Groupons for all. Uh, never pay full price. Do your homework and leave with some money in your pocket. Next on my list are trikes and or segways, she says. Trikes or segways. And then she's got the pictures of her meeting uh, the folks from Tank. So how cool is that? Thank you, Jackie. Minnesota Fats uh, talks about his Vegas must. The Superbook at the Westgate Las Vegas. He says, my number one location to place bets on whatever games are being played that day or night and or future bets on our picks for the upcoming season. It is also popular with those who follow the ponies. I'm not one of those guys. I have no idea how a handicap how to handicap a horse race. Don't forget to use your tickets to get a free beverage. I'm not sure how to handicap a horse race either. I would assume that, you know, it's got, you know, kind of like how Tanya Harding tried to handicap Nancy Kerrigan. Am I dating myself? I think I'd be happy dating myself. Would you date me? I date me. Goodbye, horses. Never mind. That was just a weird movie. Uh, let's see. Next on his list, he talks about going to Hogs and Heifers uh, at downtown. Uh, so that's another one of those places you can check out. Um, have the locally brewed beer at Ellis Island. Uh, yeah, I haven't been there yet. And they've got something. Oh, they have something awesome going on at Ellis Island. Or am I thinking of um, off the top of my head here? Uh, oh, man, I'm thinking about Tuscany. Am I thinking of Tuscany with Pub 365? I'm probably thinking about Tuscany. I might be thinking about Tuscany. Never mind. But Ellis Island, they have their own brewery that produces several varieties of beer. He says, I've met locals there, and it's interesting to hear their views on Vegas and especially on the tourists that they've encountered while on the job. Uh, let's see. Uh, he talks about Johnny Rockets at the food court near Valley Sportsbook is a must stop. Perhaps there are better malls at other places, but the Rock is in good location for me, so that's my choice. Okay, let's see. Uh, and he also mentions his girlfriend. His girlfriend says at least two fine dining experiences are on the agenda for us. Our favorites are any restaurant with a view. The top of the world of Stratosphere is number one. Also on her list is shopping everywhere. The forum shops at Caesars are a must for her. Uh, and note the BFM Mall of America is only 90 minutes away from our apartment. So why are we shopping in Vegas? <laughs> And so that was that was from Minnesota Fats. Cousins of Plenty wrote in. Uh, she shares her Vegas must list. Um, let's see. She's got Frankie's Tiki Room. And it was interesting because uh, she mentions Frankie and someone else mentioned Golden Tiki. So it was like we got a Tiki Room war going on here. Here's what she has to say about Frankie's Tiki Room. She says, I dig the Polynesian decor, surfing movies on the TV, and the beach tunes on the sound system. It's Frankie's drinks, of course, that I mainly come for. 
the bearded clam, the tiki bandit, the three rum scum. Who knew there were so many kinds of rum and so many inventive ways a bartender could mix them? The mixologists at Frankie's are friendly, the drink recipes are original, and the customers are happy. What more could anyone want from a lounge? And that's her points about Frankie's Tiki Room. Chocolate brown. Uh, <laughs> Chocolate brown. Uh, wrote <laughs> to us on Friday. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Okay. I got this. I'm going to be all right. Chocolate brown. <laughs> Why am I giggling? Chocolate brown uh, in a Friday article says uh right from the start the most important thing i tell everyone to do is once they land in vegas is to get a player's card no doubt about it uh, walk the strip buy a frozen drink the big cliche in vegas is getting that yard of frozen awesomeness while strolling along the strip however it is definitely a must when walking around in that 100 degree sun tip the 24 to 30 ounce is the best way to go so you don't dehydrate and get a sugar crash later Chocolate brown, let's talk about alcohol for a minute. It is possible to dehydrate on alcohol because that's kind of what alcohol does. So, you know, just get get some water in that mix. Not not in your alcohol, but you might want to throw in some Gatorade here or there uh, because it will happen. If it's hot enough, yeah, man, it's, it's the worst. Just, I can't tell you how many outdoor music festivals I've been to in a desert. And dude, dude. He also says, check out a show. Vegas is all about the entertainment, so make sure you get tickets to see something during your stay. His personal favorite is Beatles' Love at the Mirage. He then goes on to talk about nightlife. He says, age does not matter. Put on your best attire and hit the bars. Catch a live band and dance. Sing along at a dueling piano bar or go to a big nightclub. Personal favorites are Beer House at the Park, dueling pianos at the Bar of Times Square, New York. Uh, I'm sorry, the Bar of Times Square, New York, New York, Las Vegas. Dancing at the Bourbon Room in the Venetian, which recently closed. Live band at House of Blues inside Mandalay Bay. Carnival Court at Harrah's. Uh, beer Pong at O'Shea's. And late night Spanish dancing at Gonzalez y Gonzalez inside New York, New York. That was interesting because I didn't even know that they did that at, at Gonzalez y Gonzalez. I thought you'd just go there and get some really great food at really affordable prices. So that's interesting to me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not much of a dancer, but it's nice to know. Uh, he says, eat big. Buffet is synonymous with Las Vegas. Make sure you loosen the belt, head to the nearest buffet, and feel like a true American. <laughs> Personal favorites are MGM Buffet and the South Point Buffet. Uh, he says, try something new to eat. Uh, he's got a Gordon Ramsay burger is one of his favorites, and it's funny he says that because I think we have a couple of articles on it. We just had one go up recently. I think uh, Sam Monsieur and, yeah, Sam Monsieur and uh, Greg Bennett just did a whole thing on that. And then before that, I believe it was Matty Ice who sent in an article about uh, Gordon Ramsay burgers. I think we have a couple up there. Uh, he says, get into the pool and gamble. Uh, so thank you, Chocolate Brown. And last but not least is M-Dog. I said I was just going to read the interest, the things I found interesting, but I kind of like reading all of these because I just remembered it doesn't matter what I find interesting. A lot of the podcast listeners don't even go to the website and read the articles. So I'm, I'm kind of just gonna give you a little bit more um than of just than just my favorites so that's why i'm doing this um and because you know i need to need some kill some time on this podcast that's right kill some time kill some time 
Uh, Vegas Sprite reader M-Dog shares his Vegas must. He says one of the first items on the agenda is a stop at Nine Fine Irishman for some fish and chips. I have not been to Nine Fine. I've been saying I want to go to Nine Fine. Here's the problem. This is why I haven't gone to Nine Fine. You want to know why I haven't gone to Nine Fine? I'll tell you why I haven't gone to Nine Fine. I haven't gone to Nine Fine because, well, it's at the New York, New York, Las Vegas. I like the New York, New York, Las Vegas because it has Gallagher's and it has Gonzalez and Gonzalez. So when I get to New York, New York, and I'm thinking about going to Nine Fine Irishman, I kind of look across the floor and I see Gallagher's there. And I see that steak in the window and I'm like, but what if I don't ever have it again? What if it closes before I come back next time? And it's... It's Gallagher's, but I'm going to do Nine Fine Irishman. I really, really am. I promise. I, I'm going to do it one day. I totally am. Uh, he says, second on the list is a stop at the closest Walgreens to our hotel to stock up on the important things, such as Captain Crown and Coke. Nowadays, there seems to be a Walgreens or CVS outside the front door of every major hotel, which makes it very easy. Uh, let's see. He likes to do a fancy dinner. Um at a new place on each trip. He says this generally pays off as I can only think of one time we were disappointed. Uh, Sometimes we do our fancy dinner before a show, sometimes not. In fact, there's something else to add to the list. One more, one or more famous Vegas shows. Uh, Let's see. He talks about uh, the pool and ordering drinks from the comfort of lounge chairs uh let's see some shopping with the wife because it's her vacation too and he also says we also usually but not every time do the gondola ride at the venetian walk up and down the strip to see what is new and what has changed and of course just people watch one thing i love about vegas is how many international tourists are there i just hope they i just hope they have other stops on their american tour plan as i could only imagine what they tell the folks back home if las vegas is what they think of that all america is like uh, very good point from MDoc. So those are the things that came up this week on Vegas Bright. I didn't read every word of every article, but you get the general gist. If you would like to read these articles, just head on over to Vegas Bright. Go to our search feature. It's a very cool little feature on the upper right over there. You know, just type in Vegas musts. I'm going to do that right now. Uh, just see what comes up. Make sure our search is working. And it usually does a really great job of uh, grouping all these things together. Oh, look at that. They're all right there. They're all right there. So yeah, if you want to check these out, and there's some more that came in uh, the previous week. Uh, but if you want to check it out, go right ahead. Head on over to VegasBright.com and search for Vegas Musts and read to your heart's content. We have more Vegas Musts articles coming up this week on Vegas Bright. We also have this really epic story. Uh, we This guy named Hal Whitney uh, is basically just writing his memoirs. Uh, he's calling it Baptism by Blackjack, and it's really great. It's really great. It's it's good memoir storytelling, and I was just reading it tonight like, wow, it's brilliant. So that's going up this week, too. It's a good long read, uh, and he's doing it in parts. So I'm looking forward to having uh, his story on our website. I think it's brilliant. He talks about... Um, just a couple of things, like his first trip to Vegas was in 1978, and he talks about the Stardust and gambling at Stardust, and it's just really good stuff. So if you want to check out, you know, if you love Blackjack and you love old school Las Vegas, you should go ahead and check that out. I think I think that's going to go up Wednesday. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure when that's going to go up, but it's definitely going to go up this week, and it's called uh, Baptism by Blackjack Part 
one. So we have that going up. Sam's got something up from the Fitness Expo. Um, Kelly Lamrock has an article coming up. Blonde Forever has an article this week. And of course, it's going to be shit you may have missed at the end of the week. Uh, so we've got a lot of stuff coming up this week. So check us out at VegasBrighton.com. With that, I'm going to go ahead and pop this next thing in there. And when we come back, we'll be doing shout outs and our goodbyes for the week. And so keep it tuned here to the Vegas Bright Podcast. The Vegas Bright Podcast. From VegasBright.com. So podcast, it's a Vegas podcast. And we are back here at the Vegas Bright Podcast, and that is pretty much going to do it for this week. So thank you for tuning in and listening and all that stuff. Uh, We appreciate having you guys uh, and girls tuning into the show, downloading it and streaming it. Uh, We're available in a lot of places. Uh, So we just got iHeartRadio recently. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, all that stuff. If you would feel so inclined... Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. We haven't, uh, I don't think we've gotten one of those in a while. So feel free to head over to iTunes if you could. You know, if if you have time, you know, head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, it helps us to get discovered. Uh, and that's pretty much going to do it. I have a long thank you list this week because we had so many readers that wrote in. Uh, so naturally, I want to get to that. Uh, special thanks to Ways of Fury, Fisherman. Robert Berry, Magoo, Chris in Tennessee, Corgi Mom, Jackie Franklin, uh, Minnesota Fats, Cousins of Plenty, Chocolate Brown, and M Dog. Thank you guys for writing in and sending us your Vegas musts. Uh, really awesome experience to read about what you guys like to do and you girls like to do. When I say guys, I mean plural. I don't mean that you necessarily... That's why I'm adding and you girls, because if I say you guys, it sounds like I'm only addressing the men who listen to the show. And when I say you guys, I mean everybody. It doesn't matter if you have a penis or not. Uh, <laughs> so when I say you guys, I mean you all. You all. But I don't want to say you all or you people, so I just say you guys. So you guys, you know, but I could see how some people would be like, well, you know. I do not have a penis, and therefore I don't like that you're saying, you guys. So thank you for everyone who sent in their stuff last week. <laughs> Interesting getting to know about your Vegas must, and thank you for giving me some ideas, especially with the shaves. There's a lot of uh, getting a clean shave over at The Art of Shaving or at the El Cortez. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of sold, kind of sold. I think I might, that might be one of those things that I end up doing. Uh, so again... Uh, thanks for sending all your stuff in. And I would also like to give uh, some shout-outs to the podcasts I enjoy listening to. To Scott from Vital Vegas at VitalVegas.com. He's got a podcast and a really great website. Mark Meltzer from Edge Vegas has no podcast, but he's got a good website, and he writes at 85 different places and manages to listen to podcasts at 2x speed. Adam from Vegas Fanboy at VegasFanboy.com. Chris at Faces and Aces LV Podcast. Chris, dude, come on. Come on, man. Come back. Come back. Where have you been? We miss your podcast. Come on, man. Just just get in front of that microphone, dude. You can do it. We believe in you, man. We believe in you. To Mark, Karen, and Tony at the 360 Vegas Podcast. You can check them out at 360vegas.com. Speaking of Tony, a shout-out to him and Jason Gillikin at the Vice Lounge Online Podcast. Also to the You Can Bet on That Podcast, Tipping the Odds Las Vegas Podcast, and Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast. And, of course, to everyone 
at VegasBright.com. And uh, for myself, Sam Monsieur, Greg C., Paper Poster, Blonde Forever, Greg Bennett, Genadius, Big AZ Marty, Michael James, Kelly Lamrock, Alex Kosolova, Maddie Ice, Sailor Dude, Lucky Ducky, George Adams, Bob Z, Corgi Mom, and Michelle De Palma. I'm Michael Movestro. Thank you for listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast. We will see you next time. And until then, stay Vegas and stay bright. <laughs>